This week, in episode 70 of Diary of a Senior Geek, admit your frustration. I'm feeling frustrated. I want to understand where you're coming from. Keep in mind that your partner likely thinks that with enough education from them, you will have no choice but to come around to their way of thinking. They're trying to help. They're delivering a message. And that's frustrating for both of you. Do your best to understand their message. Remember, you can understand something without agreeing with it. You might actually learn something new. Wouldn't that be great? Hi there, this is Gary. Welcome to episode 70 of Diary of a Senior Geek, recorded on September 26, 2020. Let's get started with some news slash opinion. What fresh hell is this? Here's this week's COVID-19 report. According to the University of Washington's IHME model, in the U.S., COVID-19 deaths are now up to around 205,000 and projected to reach more than 370,000 deaths, which is actually down by about uh, 10,000 uh, by the end of the year, unless something changes. You know what to do. Don't share your error. Wear a mask when you're near people you don't live with to protect both them and you. Social distance as much as possible. As always, there's a link to the IHME COVID-19 model projections in the episode notes. Because everything's fine. In other news, this week our president said several really stupid things to rile up his opposition, and they, we, did exactly what he wanted and completely freaked out. I'm tired of giving him oxygen. So, I'm suspending all news reporting, including the COVID-19 report, for the foreseeable future, unless I change my mind. Okay, enough of that. Two weeks ago, I talked about the fifth of seven fundamentals of good conversations as detailed in the book How to Have Impossible Conversations, a very practical guide by Peter Bogassian and James Lindsay. So far, we've covered goals, partnerships, rapport, listening, and, quote, shoot the messenger, unquote. Today, we'll talk about the sixth fundamental, intentions. The authors start off by quoting a discussion between Socrates and one of his followers, Mino, written down by Plato in the 4th century BCE. It's part of a much longer dialogue. If you want to see it in context, search for the first mention of evil in the document at classics.mit.edu slash Plato slash Mino.html. Link in the notes. In the Impossible Conversations book, the word bad is used instead of evil. It's just a slightly different translation, but the point of view is the same. I'm not going to read the entire dialogue as quoted in the book, but it starts with Socrates asking Mino a question. Socrates says, Do you think some men desire bad and others good? Doesn't everyone, in your opinion, desire good things? Mino answers, No. Socrates then goes on to ask a series of questions that lead Mino to realize that even though there are people who desire things that he considers to be bad or evil, that does not mean that they consider what they desire to be bad but good. I'm going to ask you to stop here for a moment and ask yourself, do you think that folks that you disagree with think their positions are uninformed, ignorant, bad, or evil? This is what I mean when I say everyone is the hero of their own movie. The point is that people don't knowingly do bad things. Even the worst villain you can imagine has somehow rationalized that their behavior is good, at least for them. 
They might be sociopaths or in the grip of some other type of mental health issue, like somebody I can think of, but nobody sees themselves as the villain in their own life story. I try to keep this in mind in conversations, especially if I completely disagree with the person I'm talking to. It's easy to conclude that they're ignorant, crazy, or malicious. Here's a direct quote from the book. In a disagreement, people frequently assume their partner's intentions and motivations are worse than they are. I have actually found this to be true. I struggle with it all the time. Many, many times in my life I have had the thought about Republicans, if you truly care about poor people, why do you speak and act as if you don't care about poor people? I've even said this out loud during conversations with people I disagree with. It gives me a nice hit of dopamine or serotonin or whatever, but it usually shuts down the conversation very quickly with both partners walking away angry or at least dissatisfied. I'm still working on this. As I was walking out of a food store yesterday, I passed a table manned by a person with petitions to recall our state governor, Gavin Newsom. My plan was to ignore him, but as I passed, he asked me if I was a registered Orange County voter. Yes, I said I am. Then, I, just, I found myself saying, why do you think our wonderful governor should be recalled? So that's not a good way to start a productive dialogue. Luckily, he didn't take the bait, and all he said was, for me, it's AB5. It caused me to lose my job. Good point. If I was adversely affected by AB5, which is a new California law regulating the gig economy, I'd probably be more than a little miffed myself. I don't know if I'd try to recall the governor. I might actually vote for the proposition on the upcoming ballot that basically repeals AB5. But this guy was doing what he thought needed to be done. He was doing something good in his mind. The point is, I could have handled this much better by not leading with an extremely loaded question. I'll keep at it. In general, this is from the book. In general, if you determine that your partner assumes you have bad intentions, don't try to convince them otherwise. Try to switch the conversation from your intentions to your reasoning. You can say something like, If there's something wrong with my reasoning, please let me know. If you start to assume that your partner has bad intentions, switch to a frame of curiosity. Say something along the lines of, I'm having a hard time understanding where you're coming from. Maybe you know something I don't. Can you tell me more so that I can understand? Admit your frustration. I'm feeling frustrated. I want to understand where you're coming from. Keep in mind that your partner likely thinks that with enough education from them, you will have no choice but to come around to their way of thinking. They're trying to help. They're delivering a message. And that's frustrating for both of you. Do your best to understand their message. Remember, you can understand something without agreeing with it. You might actually learn something new. Wouldn't that be great? And it opens the conversation so that it can be a real dialogue. Finally, most folks won't troll you face to face, but don't feed trolls. If someone is obviously just trying to irritate you face to face, walk away. If you're on social media, don't engage. Let them waste their time. Block or mute their accounts. I will tell you right now, in general, I am trying to just stay away from any kind of political conversation on social media unless I'm in like a private Facebook group uh, where I know that people are willing to have discussions without trolling. There's lots more in the book. Link in the notes, as usual. 
Next week, we'll talk about the last fundamental called walk away. This can be critical when a conversation is going south or even when it's going well. Stay tuned. The last thing I'm going to talk about this week is I'm going to start looking at the political spectrum. As I go along, I think you're going to quickly figure out where I'm going with this. I'll tell you, I don't have the time, resources, or inclination, actually, to do a really deep dive into all possible political systems. Most of my research involves about 10 to 15 minutes of reading Wikipedia articles and my own life experience. But I think I can hit the high points. If I get something completely wrong, send me an email at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. There's a link in the notes, as usual. So, I'm going to start on the extreme left and move to the right. So, we'll start with communism. Communism is an ideology with the ultimate goal of a communist or possibly socialist society with common ownership of the means of production and the absence of social classes, money, and the state. It's basically the Star Trek universe. No money, no social class, barely any government, and anyone can get anything they want by walking up to a replicator and asking for it. Pretty subversive for 1967. I could write a whole episode on this, and maybe someday I will. The antithesis of communism is capitalism. According to communist thought, capitalism results in two major social classes, the proletarian or working class, and the much smaller bourgeoisie, the capitalist class, who derive profit through employing the working class and through private ownership of the means of production. According to communist theory, this dichotomy is the root of all social problems and can only be resolved through a social revolution. As I understand it, the goal is a, quote, dictatorship of the proletariat, a democratic system in which everything, and I mean everything, is voted on by everyone. As it turns out, this doesn't scale very well. You get more than about 20 or 30 people and uh, you're not doing anything but voting. Neither, as it turns out, does communal ownership of all property. For instance, I don't particularly want to share my toothbrush. In practice, in most cases, the dictatorship of the proletariat turned out to be a good old totalitarian dictatorship where strongmen took over. The state owned everything and tightly controlled their citizens' behavior, including where they worked, what they read, and later on, listened to and watched on TV, and even how they spoke, who they were allowed to love, and how they bred. There were no poor in the sense that all but the top echelons of the government had an equally low standard of living. Nobody starved, but for most folks, existence was pretty bleak. Those at the top lived pretty high on the hog. It turns out that if your goal is freedom from social problems, elimination of poverty, and an egalitarian society, communism just doesn't work. With very few fringe exceptions, nobody on the left in the United States of America is a communist, no matter what some politicians say. I have a friend from France. He says that the most radical far-left American politician would just about qualify as a slightly left-of-center moderate in France and most other European countries. But I digress. It turns out there's a wide political spectrum with lots of shades of gray, and it's not one-dimensional. I mean, it's not a line, it's a plane. More on that in future episodes. Next week, we'll talk about socialism. Stay tuned. Eh. So this week's joke. 
I told my wife she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. Uh, that's great. Listen, you're a real hoot. As I've said, I plan to get away from day-to-day -day news for a while. It's not like you don't have other sources. I may get back to it after January 20th, 2021. Then again, maybe not. If you have feedback, send me an email at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Ah! Did you know that you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash seniorgeek? Two bucks for a month's worth of weekly episodes of two different podcasts. I think that's a pretty good deal. If I have 10 or more pledges of at least $2 a month, or more, more is always good, by the end of a month, I'll post the first two takes of my very first published podcast for all patrons. Listen to me flounder and free associate for a total of about 40 minutes while I was driving 70 miles per hour on I-15 from Vegas, home to Southern California, without recording anything I felt like I could use. You've already heard take three, if you listen to my uh, Tales of a Senior Geek, because I reposted that. That one actually wasn't too bad for a first try. Anyway, I'd say that's not a bad deal for $2. As I've said before, mics and mixers and editing software aren't cheap. I can use all the help I can get. The Patreon link is in the show notes. If you can't pledge, I fully understand, especially these days. Just tell everyone you know how great this podcast is and rate it five stars in whatever app you use to listen to it. That's it for this week. Wash your hands, don't share your air, wear a face mask, and social distance when you're out and about. Be kind, Black Lives Matter, and send me feedback. I really like feedback. I almost never get feedback. Send me feedback at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Are you mad that I got rid of the fake commercial and bloopers? And now the news? Let me know. You want me to add something else in? Let me know. And look for my new companion podcast, Tales of a Senior Geek, at anchor.fm slash seniorgeek49. Link in the notes. See you next week. Would be a better world for children if the parents had to eat the spinach.